Hello and welcome to another episode of After the Whistle. My name is Kale, and I'm joined today with Smiley and Van Gelder. It's a light uh, episode today only because Crack is on <laughs> leave given that he gave us an episode earlier this week to talk about NBA trade deadline. So please do check that out after listening to this or before listening to this, whichever one comes first. But yeah, how are you guys doing? Uh, Gucci. Good, good. I'm not too happy, but I'm okay. Of course, I'm not. You won't be. Free me, free me, pal. Free me, 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 uh, return the story this week, uh, you know, gave us a glimmer of hope when it was reported that he had been found alive um, in the rubble. But the kind of football operations also, who hadn't yet been found, and then later on, it was realized that you know the person who they thought that was rescued wasn't rescued at all. So, you know, um, it's going on three, four days now, and you know, still no news. But then we know that the teams are on the ground um, working as hard as possible just so that. Uh, they can offer some news to the family waiting and his teammates as well. So uh, thoughts and prayers to the country of Turkey and the re- and also Syria as well, who were, who were hit by an earthquake earlier on this week. Charlie, you, you see the pictures and all of a sudden, Charlie, you know, everything just stops. You know, it was, it was crazy to kind of go through the emotion of, you know, hearing that this had happened, hearing that he had been found, hearing that, it, you know, it hasn't, like how, how did you guys react to that? Actually, it's it's a very it's a very it's been a very topsy turvy situation for us because, like you said, first the thing happens and then the news comes out that he's been found, and he's been sent to the hospital. So you think, okay, everything is fine now. And then contrasting news starts coming out, and this is one of the situations where you can't really blame people because it was a case of apparently mistaken identity or something so it's not usually i didn't like in the beginning i didn't like the way some of the ghanaian journalists in particular were like rushing to come and report um on the situation when they don't have full information and like it's a very sensitive topic it's a very sensitive situation for everybody involved and his family too is even involved so like it's something that you should know you should take your time and know your facts before you come out but yes um there was wrong information coming from techie even their club the, his club was was also involved in sharing that wrong information so you can't really blame anybody in this situation but since then i think everybody has sort of like toned down and it's just waiting for actual concrete information because nobody wants to put out wrong information twice in this on the same situation so we are just um hoping that something something good comes out of all this because charlie it's a very very um sad situation for everybody involved yeah and i mean uh prayers and thoughts with all the families in turkey and syria i have several colleagues who are turkish so it'll not be easy like that but yeah like the journalism for have some decorum and self-respect because don't be this point they can't take do exclusive deep truth source then since right this is someone's uh, life we shot that we shot that i don't fly any shot to a true akaji no need no need no need but yeah yeah okay uh, but point is the point is like let's take our time let's make sure that our our information is double triple four times verified before you put it out there because you don't get any brownie points for, for being the first to say oh he has been rescued or whatever it's <laughs> and, and i mean it's quite difficult it's quite difficult because um and even the reporting right and i'll, I'll, I'll listen to a radio station where they actually called the, the turkish gen- journalist who reported on twitter that he had been found and obviously, you know, these news agencies don't might not even have the means to be able to send someone there to be able to see what's actually going on on the ground. Because if this was like an international um, uh, 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 media house or whatever, you know, they might have had the means to be able to try and get someone there. And obviously, you know, that place too is, has been um, destroyed. 
like there's been a lot of rubble over there so even getting there in the first place you know it's quite hectic for some people but fortunately um his agent is on the ground now i just very i heard on the report from his uh from christian truth wife that the agent is on the ground tried to make some sense of things and you know i think uh he might be the best person to be able to verify you know if he has been found or not so yeah hopefully you know um we'll get we'll get good news this week but yeah uh moving on to the big stories of the week uh, I'm sure Premier League fi- fans have been, or Premier League rivals have been licking their lips when the uh, Premier League issued a statement accusing City of about 100 charges of uh, financial, relating to financial circumstances. So, this is about 100 charges um, from 2009 to 2018, where, you know, the books were basically cooked <laughs> and City didn't cooperate. Now, when this news came out, you know, um, I think this was before the earth. I think this was before the earthquake because this was like around 12 noon or something. And they had called City to inform them. City to, you know, didn't have any time to prepare themselves. And then at the same time that they called them, that was the same time that they actually released a statement. So when they got into a bit of panic mode to be able to try and do some um, damage control, but obviously, you know, news like this i think people have been waiting because an initial or an initial case was brought up against them um i think sometime last year or two years ago by uefa but then that resulted in a fine and um i think there was no charge like they weren't really convicted of anything but the premier league has actually you know gathered enough evidence and just reported it to an independent commissioner to be able to pass some judgment now there's all this talk about stripping of titles and um, uh, expulsion from the league and, you know, all these things which are going on, right? Manchester City for, you know, the better part of the decade have been one of the most successful teams in the Premier League. Yeah, you, I can understand, you know, the teams that came in second, <coughs> United, a couple of seasons, you know, in a row, you know, feeling pain that, you know, the, the, those are titles we should have easily come to them <coughs> liverpool as well but <laughs> but i mean i i don't know where i stand on this because obviously if you flouted the rules and this is actually very unprecedented you know like they primarily can't say for sure that because they because they they, they cook the books go buy players go do this whole aguero t- challenge oh god you know mm-hmm. Because they've done all of this, you know, they can't categorically say that uh, they do not deserve to uh, keep their titles and they should be expelled from the league. And even if they are expelled from the league, moving into the lower leagues, at least from Championship and League One, I think they have to apply to actually enter the league. And that just brings about a whole um, whole conversation. Even if they enter, who's stepping out for them? So I don't know what you guys think about, you know, this whole case and whether any punishment should be given at all smiley <laughs> be like you get sorted <laughs> first of all let me say that i'm very happy i am very very happy that the premier league has at least done their job because they've done their job they've managed to put together a convincing enough case that can be referred to the independence commission or committee or whoever they've referred it to I'm very happy. And I've spoken about this a lot of times, about how they aren't fully off the hook ever since the whole UEFA case fell, fell, fell through. People have been thinking that, yeah, they've been off the hook and everything is fine for them. And in the first place, one thing they need to understand, if there are any, any Manchester fans out there listening to this, one thing they need to understand is that they weren't declared innocent in the UEFA case the court of arbitration of sports only said that the case was time barred so a lot of the evidence that um, could have nailed them was um, ineligible to be submitted to court because um, the time period for the whatever investigation they should have done had elapsed so they didn't even win they did not win the case in the way they thought they won the case and even with that, even with that situation where the evidence was time bad, the case was still not unanimous in voting. They were they voted on different um, issues in that case, and in 
a number of those cases, the voting was like two against one and stuff. It wasn't that they even won the case hands down. So the fact that it's come to this situation shows that it's very, very serious. And for me, I just need to, like, if you are punishing for a team for something like this, it's been happening with the cases, a case built up from 2009 to 2018. What other punishments is suitable besides relegation and i'm not even talking just to the championship relegation to league two honestly like me you could think say if your agenda i'd be push or something if fucking but agenda like, actually like, <laughs> now nah, let's let's be let's look at this like honestly which other punishment because if for me the punishment should be something that um it should be able to at least to some extent reverse all of the evil that they have done for all these years. Most. You don't enjoy and, the football. You don't enjoy the and, football. And, oh, me, I don't enjoy it. Me, I don't enjoy it. It doesn't, it's not my taste. So, <laughs> maybe some people enjoy it. Me, I don't enjoy it. So, honestly, like, if you're punishing a team for something like this, the punishment for me has to be a punishment that reverses some of the things that they've been able to accomplish through cheating. If you give them a points deduction, whether it's this season or next season, if you give them a points deduction this season, even if it's a 30-point deduction, a 30-point deduction wouldn't even put them in the relegation zone. And knowing how good Man City are and how terrible the, some of the teams chasing top four are, the 30-point deduction self, they still go feel managed sneak into top four before the end of the season. I wouldn't put it past Pep. Hey, Charlie, already, is, how, how many points do you need to win a league, ideally? Um, Like... Okay, under Pep, you've always needed 90 points or more. Some seasons, <laughs> some seasons have you could need 100 points. That's the that's sort of level they've been able to achieve through cheating. So, so even if they're top 40, I mean, even if they're J30, sorry, even if they're J30, it'd be 60 points. The first if, game, Mumbai, I think right now they have about 40. They have like no, no, no. 40, if, even, even if those, those points that it might happen, you know, in a, at a later season. So let's say next yeah. season, then they start from uh-huh. minus 30. Then they exactly. build them up. Uh, yeah. So the thing is, even if... 10 games. Yeah, that's like... No, no, Charlie, Charlie. It's not significant enough. It's not significant enough. So the thing is, if you deduct points this season, they might not make the Champions League this se- uh, next season, but they'll be fine going forward. It wouldn't be something that damages them lo- long term. They can still manage to keep their ship afloat with one season out of the Champions League. If you give them the points deduction next season, it's the same situation. It wouldn't damage them long term. So immediately, I cancel out points deduction as a viable punishment. Now, if you look at um, taking away some of the trophies that they've won, they've won um, over the past years, that's also a very um, that's also a very it's a decent punishment for me. Take it especially not because United will benefit in some way, but yes, they've benefited from cheating and in that way they've been able to win those trophies um over the years so yes um it's it's also a a decent punishment but that would also not affect them going forward it would just affect them retrospectively you just know that yes looking back we've taken away six premier league titles and a few uh, Carabao Cups, a few FA Cups here and there. It's also a decent punishment. Going, But going forward, it doesn't affect them. They will be able to win once they still have the money that they've accumulated. They still have everything. They will still be able to win. I, I wouldn't put it past them to win like three of the next four or five Premier League titles and put them back in the same standing that they were in back then. And in any case, the teams that missed out on those trophies by them finishing ahead of them you've already lost out on that euphoria that's joy of winning titles like it's a decent punishment but it's also a very empty punishment to me as for a fine dear like a fine now one for me whatever punishment they are given a fine should be a bonus it shouldn't be the main punishment if you are if you are docking points a fine should be in addition to that if you are taking away past titles a fine should be in addition to that i don't want to hear any situation where the punishment that is coming out of all this is that they are fining them there's no way the fine should be the main punishment so when you take out all those things you are left with relegation and the relegation it doesn't even have to be to the championship because like you mentioned 
even relegation to the championship is not automatic. You, um, when you go down, they have to accept you into the EFL. And the EFL can decide that, yes, they're accepting you, but they're taking you to League Two. And for me, that is the only viable punishment that can give them the... Um, that can properly erase what they've been able to achieve and let them start from scratch. If you take them to League Two, they are going to have to sell off practically their whole squad. They are going to have to lose their coaching staff. The Everything that... They, all their sponsorships, their fake inflated sponsorships that they've been able to benefit from, they can't tell me that they are going to get... an uh, Etihad is... Uh, willing to sponsor their continue with their stadium sponsorship for 100 million or 80 million or whatever fake amounts they've been able to cook into their books. So for me, yes, relegation to League Two is the only punishment that I'm prepared to accept for this the magnitude of deception and financial fraud that they've been engaging in for all these years. Anything besides that. It's just an empty punishment. It, it it doesn't it isn't proper justice. That's that's really what it is for me. Mm, okay, David, I've... <laughs> see this boy. Charlie, you, talk... you relax, relax. You, you came in a little bit too hot. Relax. I leave breathe sir, before you, 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 you approach the topic. <sighs> Usa, Usa, okay. Thank For your you. money, brothers, they can't defend them at all. See, 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 see. Right now, we 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 American money. I don't know anything <laughs> about oil money, please. Anyway, see, see. People there, your team not fin really. You won't take take find some Takashi will remove the person where he they play very nice, amazing, fantastic football. My point is if we did look at all the fraud they've committed, and I think they've committed fraud. Does it actually have a say in how well they've played on the pitch? Like, if you take them as sporting uh, prowess, how good they've been in this period, is it because of these, uh, how do you call them, uh, sponsorships and fraud and whatnot, that under declares, over declares, yes. whatever? If you eat, they make them they play the way they see, play. Smiley, yes. smiley, I know, I know, say so you're not really the gold church, but the concept of Christianity is. <laughs> see, eat and God get beef, make, so you know they feel no the truth. Yeah. Make like, nobody come tell me say forgive and forget or any of them. We know they busy you say forgive and forget because we know you are wicked. Yeah, thank you. I take him. I take We know say you you be wicked. If I'm wicked just for seeking justice, call me wicked. What be the justice you they seek, no? I'm the ball them play the time then you people they, they if when you they lose then Fergie watching clock no the referees say watching clock on him is a penalty or something they can't pipe with that let me that time they, <laughs> he just did this league inside make her ask you a simple question mm-hmm. ask me a question if Man City were buying players based mm-hmm. on their books as they used to be just mm-hmm. if they were trying to attract players to their team just as they used to be not put don't put use the current monster as you know it with their eti oil money and everything uh-huh. if the monster that we know the monster of richard dunn the monster of shongota do you think that monster would have been able to attract the likes of aguero yayature um david silver all those Vince, vincent Comp- do you think they would have been able to attract all those players no but you see that whether financially or based on their reputation? Based on their reputation, no. But financially, they could have. Because How? Okay, make we just look at them like this. You you won't re- go back to time where then City no be City or City just... Then they try to save them a stadium then since. Well, that the case cool. started from 2009 too. At the end of the day, they got... When the, the uh, Abu Dhabi people come inside? The, um, 2009. Mm-hmm. Wait, they're coming, they... no, they start cheats. They don't even make them wait, 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 them no. co- <laughs> <laughs> Then come in, then start the pump money into the team. That'd be what they do. Then come the first thing they do, they come buy Tevez, then come buy uh, exactly. Gar- they bought all the Sanquas players. I even got in the first season, they bought Tevez, they bought uh, Sanquas some Sanquas players from other everybody. Everybody will get some player way the player will get some player where he gets some mediocre level ability. If it be today, like then go free come by Drinkwater, Bakayoko, then 
what do they call them? Uh, then from Chelsea, Unibab. <laughs> but at the end of the day, they brought the first coach they brought in was I think Matthews. Yeah. Where he stabilized the ship. Where then go bring it be like say Mancini, right? Yes. After Matthews they brought Mancini. The profile of Mancini meant that they could attract certain caliber of players. Okay, I, I'm mm-hmm. glad you brought up Mancini because you know that one of the cases that they have against them is that they were paying Mancini about double the salary that they are recording in their books. E. So they were bring, paying him. You bring via... somebody, you say make it can't do some work. You see, say ha, oh my show, the guy did do the work. <laughs> make we give him bonus. It be bonus and they give him for side. If your manager they like you. Every time then they talk who be the best or the, the person way he go feel improve the most, we won't give them new salary bump then since then they mention your name. If they first give them, then give them money. The case it basically means that if Mancini they ask for 10 million, their books only allow them to give him five million just to stay within the rules. So then he says, okay, we will give you five million on the books, and then we we'll go pass five million to another corner where we know. Ah, call so you won't talk to them. Then they pay them black, black market. Yeah, money. then they pay them envelope. Abrogated, abrogated, and call them paper. You see, if they give credit the account at the end of the month, then they call them come office, give them envelope, <laughs> collect the re- remaining half. So how can you tell me that? All this they achieved through because right now you are saying that yes, because of the status of Mancini and who he mm-hmm. was, they were able to attract certain players. But now the case is telling you that they weren't even supposed to be able to get Mancini in the first place for him to attract those players. Mm-hmm. And and I can and I can see why that and that is fraud. Yes, and that is the fraud I'm speaking to. But at the end of the day, the board and the play on the pitch it be different from the fraud that they do. Yeah, no, 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 no. You can't surprise you them. Because so, if you know be the fraud, you wouldn't have been able to attract those players for you to play the ball in the play. The ball in the play, like, I don't know if you played this ball with Steven Ireland and Trump, uh, was, and Richard Dunn and all them. Oh, then some guy be there, they, 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 they leave up away and go by and forget his name. So, so a Welsh or Scottish guy be like that. You shot. Bellamy, no, Craig Bellamy then too. Craig Bellamy and too. You think that all those people then go for at, at, uh, play the kind of ball and they play with them people? Well, Imagine. I, okay, fine. Then your point is well noted. But still, I I I just think relegating them to the EFL then to League Two is just too much. It's I think it's unnecessary. I think the the Premier League, if this thing they, they can't take another point, way they no one panic. So then go pick lawyer in, in name be panic. Anyway, <laughs> point is <laughs> Charlie, 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 come come better. Ah, you're better than this. Don't do that. <laughs> How can you tell me the story? How can you tell me this? <laughs> but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I think in four years' time, when they've won like three more trophies, they will, they, they, they will probably lose the case. And then I think the Premier League clubs will vote for them to be relegated. I think. I think. Because the top six, no. Them say it be the top six. Some clubs or the top six. Where me, I go feature in the class, right? It be Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool, then Tottenham, Chelsea, then this we know they among. But Man United, and Liverpool, people, then you Arsenal. You know, say they come do some. So you know, one snitch them, they come talk. Say, I can't tell you the story. We then see to be cool vibes. We they buy them our players. <laughs> we then them get cool rapport and things. Be so we they copy them our things. We they take them our officials. It be cool. But at the, <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah, I think. These four clubs go can't talk do that, especially Arsenal and Liverpool because them city cost them why because Arsenal right now it be like they know if you win the league again. Where if them lose this league, Charlie, it go pain them. Where they go complain and say somebody then you know for play the league, self so they play. Oh, but honestly, happy. honestly, like if there's anybody who has the right to feel aggrieved by everything that's happened, it's Arsenal, and it's because Arsenal after they built their stadium, they had to. Be very very chiseled over the years just to stay within the financial fair play rules. They starved Wenger of so many players, so many signings they could have made just to stay within the financial fair play rules. And they could the have stadium, gotten their money up by getting new sponsorships. I mean, even the stadium that they built, they had to build a stadium on their own books. That's another reason why they have a reason to feel aggrieved. Because you have to remember that Manchester, even the stadium that they have. It was given to them for peanuts because they built that stadium for the Commonwealth Games in 2003. 
after the Commonwealth Games, it's just like the same way the Olympic Stadium was given to West Ham. This mm. one too was given to Man City for peanuts. They, were, they pay like, is it two million a year or something? Something that I'm sure even Pep Sef Kofi paid that money out of in pockets for, for the stadium. So Arsenal have struggled, like they've pinched themselves. They've been very chased over the years just to stay within financial fair play rules. So to find out that these people have just been, they've had a blatant disregard for all the financial fair play rules over the years. Today, my United, then they cry for new owners, say them are facilities we owe. Cristiano said for come back, make them change the chef dancings. We we are are revenue generating (laughs) monster. So this one, people want to take money from the club. And 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 that is the point I'm trying to arrive at. That as now for all the my grievances, even though it's well noted, they could have gotten their money up. As now is a very uh, marketable asset that they could have but done they, much more. But do they have the marketing gurus? That, that's another conversation. They, 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 they there. So, they, so at the end of the day, the reason why then they, then they do chisel, you know, we say sick of them really no go get the money. It was sick of they no get a sense they go plan proper. That be all. So make nobody can if you know check like the way where they give people eight years contract. Even really they, they everybody they feel do their thing. Mine I give the year seven years. We will my way five years. We will my way six years. We can't do eight and a half no FIFA ball. Everybody say make we go five years. Why? Why? Only they, they if you see the rule where you go feel use the loophole. You some city saw the loophole and they've used it. Fraud the the hundred the cost about for my bear thirty video bet show. So sorry to the city fans, Abdul Manan. Sorry, why? Nyehwe, mobile league money wreck some nyehwe. You go try then see how you go do one. But I think, I I think like uh, relegating them will be bad. But I think that's what will happen. Like all the other clubs go vote, they make them go relegation. Chelsea <laughs> no go vote. <laughs> Chelsea go abstain. <laughs> then since they go see how you go vote. Yeah. Mm, okay. All right. Um, uh, I beg, make I just add one thing on this last thing. Me, I don't understand why Pep has taken this case. Like, like I understand you are the money, you are the manager of Man City and everything. So, obviously, like, uh, yeah, the face of everything. You are the one who has to answer all the questions and everything. But he has to understand that the case started long before he came. They are not accusing him that yes, he is the one who orchestrated everything. He's the one at the center of everything. But the way he came to that press conference and he he, he almost took the case on his shoulders as if he's the one being directly accused. And I don't understand this because there's no reason for you to take that, um, that responsibility on yourself because now you're moving from being the person who uh, was lied to, was deceived, because obviously they've deceived him about certain things. They assured him that they've not done anything wrong. So for you to now come and be throwing shots at people left and right, you even boss say people they snitch you say them for investigate you and everything. If you they break rules, why they know for investigate you? Make like somebody can steal my money and say Koti this be the person they suspect. Then you vex say I go report police. Which kind of nonsense be that? So me. I don't understand why he's taking the case too personal, like it's something that he's being directly accused of. I know why he's taking the personal. Take it from somebody that a year ago they tried to rip the club out of the hands of my owner. Love you, woman. And everybody said, We know have money safe, we go take book tickets and things. Then we make ready say we go book bus and drive on our body go there Southampton or Northampton or something. I don't know the guy team. But I know why he took it like that because he forbade the siege mentality from stats. This be in own way. See, Man City, they can't go on some unreal 12-13 game on beating streak. <laughs> you watch. Right now, the way he, he vex, he they can't, you see, unless we beg. Me, dear, me, my boy, my boy, my shame. My boy, my boy, you go see. Show us, Arsenal say Wednesday. Unless they beg. Because, wow, what a life. But I get why I think it's just its own way of building the siege mentality and saying, look, everybody's against us, but let's tune all of that out and then let's just beat everybody that comes our way. I remember Tomasuko tried the same thing and for like eight matches or something after we got the the club got taken off Abramovich, we were just winning and beating any and everybody. Yeah, Champions League final. Okay, that'd be fine. Right now, if the case 
we reach a conclusion of the case. Make him no come back, come tell we say he was deceived, he was lied to because now he has made himself the face of everything. He has come to defend them like he be the club lawyer way, he for go court. So if they are happening, make you no come pretend like they deceived him and everything. He tell anybody auditor. Apparently he has access to the book, so he knows everything that is going on. That he say cool. he they believe the words of the words okay. of my people against the okay. words of nineteen other clubs. Sorry, cool. I believe cool. I believe the words of my people. Okay, that be cool. Make you believe them, but if they are happening, we go remind them. That be all. Me a day in back. If they are happening, it no be your fault. It be in people. Make you left. Make you go there some other club like Chelsea I be, I, or something. I, I, uh, the I know see that boy they can lad. You, I don't give you chance if they make you can float that idea around. Giving away bully just the stack, 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 stack players. He too go can't face you. So, so Peppy, they like teams with financial troubles there. Eh? Maybe so. Okay. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the next topic. Uh, given that there was a special NBA recording uh, early on this week, um, we, are, we are only speaking this as football fans who don't watch the game but have an appreciation for an appreciation for the athlete. So early on this week, uh, LeBron James passed uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, for the player who has scored the most points, the all-time scoring leader in the NBA. That means that for <laughs> 20 or 30 years or so, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's record of 38,387 points. And LeBron passed him on a night where the Lakers actually lost. But then as a person who's watching, you know, a complete neutral hoop, at least love loves the game of basketball but like isn't committed to watching all these games in the season and all that for <laughs> imagine say <laughs> if we just imagine tell <laughs> a serious major united Ooh. and let's say west brom or something then when rooney come now top the uh, uh, premier league score he pa- oh, Haaland. let's say ellie Haaland. he can't cut alashara record whilst he play some brighton or b or something then all of a sudden they stop the game halfway say Charlie. <laughs> They then they do ceremony. We can't give you <laughs> Make it a man come give speech and things. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie hey. America. Wait, the Sasu go lose. Ah, bro. See me as a person who just follows NBA casually. Like I don't watch matches, but like I just read NBA articles and things. So, American sports, it just it's it's just confusing for me. Like those people, they no be normal. Something they do them because I don't understand how a game with playoff impl- implications because. Both teams playing are not like it will like be dead yeah. rubber. Yeah. It'll be dead rubber game. It'd be very important game. Lakers actually need a win. They they have a losing record in the NBA now. So apparently, um, what's um, this guy's name? The center on the Lakers, um, Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis, yeah. I think there was a video of him not looking too happy when everybody was celebrating, and it became a whole issue like he'd be jealous or something. And your man saying, "No, nah, I know he's be jealous or anything." He was just upset that they were losing. And it's very understandable. Like, with a lose serious game, we need to win. And you stop the game, they celebrate somebody in, in personal achievements. Like, what has what has that got to do with us, the rest of us? Like, honestly, for the other players, what has it got to do with them? I really know they understand. And then, secondly, one thing, I know maybe I wouldn't get an answer over here. So if somebody get an answer, I beg me, come tell me. <laughs> I want, like, like, I want to understand, like, Okay, right now, because LeBron has broken this points record, the notion is that now he's the undisputed goat or whatever it is. But oh, if no, Kareem, the argument still good, the argument still good. Okay, the argument still good, but like ESPN and ESPN posted this picture of um, LeBron sitting on a throne with uh, MJ and um, Kareem and somebody else at his feet. Maybe Kobe. And yeah, I think it was Kobe. And I think people took a lot of issue with it. I understand because here's the thing. If Kareem has been holding this record for all these years and people weren't calling him the GOAT, why is it that somebody can break the record? No, you can't talk to him the GOAT. And on top two, Kareem has more championships than LeBron. He has more MVPs than LeBron. So if he had all these things over him, why say he can't break my one record pair? No, you say, okay, you know that. So, so, so in football terms, I say like he's a hurricane or something. Because if hurricane... <laughs> Like maybe like like some Neymar or so I don't know like I don't know me I don't be NBA guy like I'm just be casual so like me make somebody can explain to me why say me I hold three records I hold three different things over you you can't take just one of them so in all that why. <laughs> 
I will, whoever whoever gets answer for this, may the no, person no, no. come at the, me the, on my Twitter, come explain the, 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 the game hard. But obviously, you know, I f- I, this is just an opinion. I, I have no standing in this argument whatsoever because me too. It's not like I casually watch NBA. I just don't because the hours are just too crazy. But in all of my um, exposure to these conversations and all that, obviously, they use, the, it, it varies. They, they could use championships sometimes. They could use appearances sometimes. They could use, um, uh, cl- like, the person who is leading. And because postseason, when the regular season is over and playoffs is going on, they could use, you know, stats from over there as well. But then, obviously, I think there has been a lot of uh, debate as to what LeBron actually does. And because, like, he is not, like, a certified, like, you can pin him down as this thing, you know, you can pick things from all over. And but actually, your man be the leading scorer right now. He's high up there in assists. He's high up there in rebounds. Like, he's just like a proper athlete. And if at the age of 38 or 39 yeah, right now, you know, he's still he's still going strong. He's still, you know, dominating all these things. You know, people will use whatever records, you know, all these other players have against him. Right, so right now, if he is undisputed in one particular thing and he has done all these other things, like okay, fine. Right now, if you come bring championships to him, there, yeah, but he's a scoring champion. If you can't bring a uh, final supreme, yeah, but he's a scoring champion. It's like this be the thing right now, where Charlie, you go fit come move to them, hey, the LeBron fans, oh, you go fit come move to them, mm-hmm. yeah, but what he gets, what he gets, what he gets, so Charlie, he be the scoring champion. It's just, it's just like uh, what be the name again in football terms, the Messi Ronaldo team. Mama chop the World Cup. Nothing you go fit talk again. <laughs> that be, I mean, I'm not liking it. Liking it. It's an argument to that. He no get goals passed by man. Make you don't talk about that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, He's going to go for Saudi, Saudi league inside before. <laughs> he play Saudi the man FA Cup before. Make you don't try me. <laughs> me, all I'll say is that I'll be MJ guy because I fell in love with MJ after watching The Last Dance. So... Me, I'll just oh, shit. Shit. man <laughs> romantic. Yeah, sorry, that, that shit was different. That shit was different. Sorry, yeah. like it, it's increased my interest in basketball and everything. So, for me, it, it would take a lot more than this for me to accept this line of thinking. So, me, there, whoever go fear come explain to me well. Well, I know say crag will come attack me after he listen this, but me, I did, I did, I did, I did wait on that. Would that why we wait for him? Make it make it no day. So, say we go for and and unsubstantiated <laughs> thoughts and opinion. Otherwise, your mom can't shout from on the top. The way you come chew on the top, you come chew it. Be your own problem. LeBron <laughs> do what the means have done a bit. I turn up. Everybody to talk LeBron, LeBron. I say what LeBron this guy James, do. LeBron James, LeBron James. Charlie, you know, be safe. It be even be in between quarters. So. Ten seconds remaining on the quarter. You know the NBA. Them ten seconds make like soccer five minutes because every call time out, time out, time. Shall you should watch NBA game. They say you left one minute. Shall you go chop. You go do your things. You go do your laundry. Come there. Still they play that one minute. NBA there, Charlie. You know me something. Ah. Me I go feel what you. Oh no 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 no. That's why the drama day there. But it be cool. It be cool. Um, mm-hmm. I, I like to take this time to you know uh, talk to the listeners. If you would like to place a, an ad in the episode please do well to reach out to atw podcast gcr your ad goes here we're trying to get that money up so you know you guys bring bring your products nick we can't hype you small for you all right good 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 all right you see right we what, what we do over here is like we let everyone bring in topics and then we discuss it van gelder wants to talk about me i'll be put on solely on you because you way you take this, <laughs> you <laughs> take this thing. van gelder wants to talk about why my United are so overly reliant on Casemiro? Because it's time to show, and that's only because we don't play, we don't plan properly. That one I can, I can answer for you, Fili Fili. Unless you now you get another, you know, out of out of body reason we why we they depend on the guy, the guy to be there for we. Oh, so, yes. no, me, I just want to know, like, are you, like, is that where we are? Like, that's it. He, you guys are that reliant on if you know they. You know, oh, if you dominate any midfield, please look, please look at the options. Please look at the options that we have. We have Pastor Fred. We have a young young player, Scott McTominay. Then <laughs> <laughs> we get a heart, a heart condition, <laughs> Ericsson. He's heavy heads. He's heavy heads. Mine, yes, What? 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 The... <laughs> 
What again do you want? Because that midfield already, that, that's been our problem since Carrick, I want to say. Since Carrick. And you have man like Sabi. Over Sabi, they kill Sabi. Sabisa is not a DM. He's a body in the midfield for sure. But then, you know, he in him getting acclimatized to the league too. It's been a bit, it's been, a, it's been two shaky games. But in today's game, he actually performed well. Today, I mean, I mean, at the, at the kind of preseason time, then we put the talk so you get Juan, 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 then, then, then Mr. Savage, the guy, then they call him Savage in Kiddie. Yeah, that in Kiddie, but that be the Kiddies. The Kiddies, we, we always go hype, we always go hype the boys, mm. make they make them come through. That's why I can actually shine right now. So but you know if you play can... that position. Are you going to lose it? Oh. Forest Green, you did like the Forest Pine. Who? Hannibal. Oh, Charlie, nah, how can you uh, do this? He did Forest what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did Ligo. He had about where they spoiled it for championship. Birmingham, Birmingham. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. not been bad. Yeah. But Kobe Menu signed a new contract right now. Yeah, um, Iqbal but... too, is too young to have an influence on games. And uh, who would be that like you said? Or it'd be them too. I think that's that's about it. But I feel like it's So basically, if Casemiro and Iqbal, yeah. You are you are more you are, like the likelihood that you are going to get dominated in the middle is high. I'm very, but right now, I mean, I'll just address this quick. Right now, I'm very happy with the way Tehag um, approaches the changes which have to be made in the team, and it's not going to be like mm-hmm. totally instant. You mm-hmm. ease them in. So today he played uh, Maguire. He played Dalo, Maguire, uh, Shaw, and Ma, um, Malasia mm-hmm. as the back four. Yeah. And then later on, later on, brought in Martinez to come and slot in right next to uh, Fred. Oh, no, wait. Then, 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 I thought he pushed him into midfield. Um, he took off Malasia and he brought on Martinez. So Martinez oh, went Martinez to, to left defense. center back, and then Shaw went to left back. But then last, the last Leeds game, he put. Um, but then, Ma- I, I guess what you mean, like Martinez was the one pushing up into midfield, so that it gives um, Fred and Sabitzer more oh. room to. Yeah, yeah to room. Oh. But then, uh, you know, I think he even tried it with putting Lindelof there in the last game. Lindelof, you know, gets strength. So, I mean, I know, I don't really like the best defender that. in the history of football. Hey, hey, but hey, but he's a decent like... passer. So, I don't know if he personally will fit work on him in, in strength and all. I tell him, Charlie, you get bogged the fuck up. Otherwise, you there, you don't get placed on this table. Because the team actually the cook right now. If if new investors come, and that was also another story in the week about uh, the Qataris. Masa Munya Kataskebia Masa. That's not a here nor there. That's not a here nor there. You go for prayer. Me, at this point. Well, I'm not praying it. You go get another American, at best, British. You go get another American owner, and at best, British. Oh, Charlie. You, but then, yeah, it's fine. You go, go. Yeah, me, I just want to address the Casemiro thing because honestly, he's the only person in the team who has the profile that he has. He's the only natural DM in the team. Everybody else is just a central midfielder who can play in DM in emergency situations, but you can't depend on them to have an extended run as DM. We've played Fred as a DM before. He's not a DM. We've played McTominay as a DM. He's not a DM. He's he not played, a myth, he's not a football player. That he's boy not a footballer, here. yes, generally. <laughs> um, well, Sabitza to he we, we, we are yet to play him as a lone DM, but apparently he's played there before for Leipzig, he's played there before for Bayern, but he's also not a natural DM. We have a lot of box-to-box midfielders who can slot in in DM every now and then. But every time they play there, you notice the clear difference between them and Casemiro. And it's not just about the tackling, the ball winning, everything. It's the positional intelligence. Casemiro occupies positions and spaces that other players in our midfield don't occupy. He's the one who prevents counter-attacks. He's the one who slots in for the likes of Ericsson and Bruno to be able to roam freely up further up the pitch. When Casemiro is not there and you put in anybody else, you see a lot of dif- uh, indiscipline in the midfield in terms of positional sense. Sabitza and Fred are very similar in their positional uh, intelligence. They are not the type of players who would want to sit back as everybody is going forward. Both of them want to go up. So when you pair them in midfield, you see gaping holes everywhere. So that's the thing. If United manages to sign another DM who can fill in when Casemiro is not around, then the situation might change. But till then, he's the only person who can do the job that he does. The Lindelof in midfield, 
he then come then bring him on against Leeds at in at Old Trafford. Somebody body and make a shock because you center back you play midfield with them body like that. Then who you won't make you play there? Like I don't understand that guy. Like and then Martinez too. Apparently he's played in um, he's played as a DM for Ajax before under Ten Hag himself. But even Ten Hag apparently passed the comments during his Ajax days that he doesn't really like playing. Uh, Martinez in midfield. So that might be why he's reluctant to play him there now. So that's really the main issue. Or maybe have... just because the options available to take over the centre-back positions are just lacking. He... No, I think right now... He like has... the drop-off is high. I think right now he has sufficient um, confidence in Luke Shaw to fill in when Martinez is not around. So it's not a case where like he doesn't want to move Martinez up because there's nobody to fill in where he is. He just... I, I think he just doesn't want to play Martinez in midfield for some reason. But that's the bottom line is that there's nobody who can do the job that Casemiro does. So until a signing is made to do at least fifty percent of what Casemiro is capable of doing in midfield, Charlie, that's really the option there. And Charlie, when Casemiro is not there, the drop like the team is so. And for so me, that's the, that's bad. what I want. I just wanted us to just have a quick look at like. It's just like Kante not playing for Chelsea. Like, if Kante doesn't play, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I have to play Gallagher right there. <laughs> anyway, but, you know, it's 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 interesting that both clubs have similar situations in midfield. You know, that I beg, I beg, if they have one elite super you get, you get destroyer that just their footballing intelligence is so high above everybody's own around them that if they are not there like the drop off is so much you know but uh, I, I rate I rate that Ten Hag is able to at least find some way around it I mean he didn't win in the first game against Leeds but at least he managed it today I mean Leeds if they take their goal scoring opportunities today I think they win the match but yeah if they are not if they take play ball or if we, if we, if there, which we also get we also get chances. So they want they and that's to... and that's the thing. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. why I'm praising Ten Hag for being able to, you know, figure one more game and then Casemiro is back. Hey, yeah, but honestly, like, it's I understand where, where you're coming from in that. It's very problematic. Like, aside the fact that it's important to the team and everything, the drop off shouldn't be so huge as we see it now. Because right now, if you look at the team right now. Assuming everybody is fit, I can easily handle an injury to everybody. If Rashford gets injured, it would be a, a, a huge miss. But I think we can cope without him. If Actually, um, mm, I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. Him. Right now, he's the most potent goal scorer if, you have. If everybody is fit, I think we can we can work our way around him. Because we create a lot of chances. The well, issue. True. We create a lot of chances. Sorry, so I was maybe... thinking about Chelsea. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing. If everybody's fit, I think the team can do without Rashford. If everybody's fit, the team can do without Bruno. Hey. If everybody's fit, the hey. team can even do it. If, if, let's look at it. If everybody's fit, you can play Casemiro as a DM. You can play Sabita as a central midfielder. You can play Ericsson as a, the attacking midfielder where Bruno plays. So the team, the drop and as it stands... Ericsson is still the second highest assist maker in the league. So, like, we would be able to cope without all those people. Even you can, if it's not Sabitzer, you can put Fred there. Like, you can cope without everybody else in the team besides Casemiro. Casemiro is the only person who you can't replace what he does in the team. And that's what is going on every very... game. Who, who, who will replace him? The goals will come from somewhere else. When you like, sure? <laughs> Why not? We have something back. Kill. It's just it's just numbers, right? Uh, look, the Why, volume Ka- of Kasimir, chances Kasimir, that is being number. created. Why Casemiro doesn't be number? I beg you. See, yeah, you're creating. Oh no! Like the volume of chances my United creates, yeah. if they keep that up, and Rashford is not there. Bruno will find his way into the same Bruno. or similar positions and that also, And also, you have to remember that this season, Martial also has a very good goal return. It's just that he's not been able to... Can Charlie, Charlie, that guy, you have to catch Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's why the hypothetical... That is a hypothetical is that if everybody's fit, and, yeah, yeah, and, as, and assuming you're losing one person, everybody's fit, and then one person just happens to be out, you can cope without everybody in the team with the exception of Casemiro. He's the only person who's skill sets 
Who's because to be fair, the only difference between Ten Hag's Manchester United and the Guy Nkere from the Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's Man United is Casemiro. But Casemiro out, we are back to Ole days, bro. McFred midfield and two. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I beg, I beg, I beg, I beg you. Make it that, that guy. No, no, no. See, the only re- this thing we've we've said this on this podcast before. COVID or the bubble, the bubble United, and nobody, nobody. Oh, yeah, I feel make everybody come. If the pressure is on and the lights are shining very, very, very brightly, Ole no get that fame. He don't get that spine. He's only done it in uh, Bas- uh, in Newcomb Camp now in 1999. That's it. Uh, and also in Paris. Co- that night in Paris. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. Then give him the contract. See, see, Mama, you've gotten one picture where you take t- Rashford they put his head or a hand on that boy. I beg you, I beg. You. Mbappe, what is you destined for there? Don't be any of these boys where you come close. So please. <laughs> Let's let's all be composed here. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, let's 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 wrap things up. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, um, Chris Hutton has been appointed as the new head coach of the Black Stars, uh, following his tenure as a technical director at the recently ended World Cup. Keto Kriku still has a job and is trying to you know uh, <laughs> save some face. Because Charlie, I mean, I say I, I get agenda for this man, this 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 season of ATW. So I know Smiley likes Chris Hutton as a manager, as a I don't want to say call him a talent scout, but then um, someone who understands the game of football at a very high level. Um, if I'm to even give my thoughts on the matter, I mean, I would always still say that what system is in place for the team to flourish because our football has been on the decline <laughs> I want to say since the previous World Cup appearance. Since or 2010, bro. Oh, it it chair. And so, you know, there's no been any substantial um, growth. Even if I'm talking locally, I think the, the current president came out to say that, um, you know, the numbers are quite high. In, in attendance and you know you can point to a number of matches where you have high numbers but that's only because of the patronage across the board you know watching football in ghana is not attractive and that only starts with uh you know i'm sure you can start you can start with how it's played at the youth level and then grows all the way up into the national team like the local league is is dead so you know with disappointment I don't think there's any step. It's really just because uh, I think we all kind of knew that that, that would be the next um, appointment that, that would happen after Otuado's resignation. Because that guy there, he just can't, can't chop your name small and all, then he move. But then, um, I think Chris Hutton has uh, done a good job in at least uh, assembling a team to take us to the World Cup. Uh, let's see if he can get them playing and gelling because this is a very talented squad that we have okay oh, sorry sorry but me to be honest i'll i'll only trust this appointment when i see the body of work that he does over a period I, i'm willing to give him the leeway but and i that, see the that, collapse also, that he that's makes also, that's also tentative because of the influence which is dangling over him and that is what i want to see i want to see if one he is independent of thoughts and action is he able to make his own collapse is he able to say well this is the player i want i don't think the player you want is good enough to play for us at the moment he should get his numbers up and then maybe we will consider him in the next call-up i want to see if him and his technical team can put together a plain philosophy that suits the kind of talent that we have because as you said we have a very talented group of players right now does he have the balls to drop certain players who are not performing at the moment does he have the wherewithal to say to the fa president this is my team back off stay away i need only an actual psychologist and not you coming to tell them when i'm speaking you should listen to me and we can all succeed when you all listen to me and well not not that no if he's able to take charge of the team, let his voice be heard and do his job as as the manager of the Black Stars because they've kept also the two assistants. I don't know if I trust them enough, if they're giving any proper advice. 
I don't want it to be another case of chop chop or anything like that. Somebody come they they can't give somebody some money, then he did then they call in players, then the real players. Somebody has 10 goals and 10 assists this season. I want to see that he's in the next blasters to call up, you know. Because at the end of the day, if we if, if we don't do that, then what's the point of having Chris Hutton on? Because I, I'm pretty sure he will command big wages, probably like a hundred thousand dollars plus or minus. So we need him to do what he can do and bring to bear all the experience that he has gained over the years in the league, in the Champions League, uh, in the Premier League, uh, and all the stages of management that he's had. I want to see it come out, you know. And that's what, and I, unfortunately, I don't trust Ketokriku enough to to believe that he's going to allow this guy to do his job. That's the thing. So, yeah. Uh, for me, all I have to say is that, like you said, I'm a huge fan of Chris Hutton. Not that I think he's a top top manager, but I think for our level, he's a good manager. He's probably the most. Um, he has the best pedigree of all the managers that I've seen as a point. I don't. Okay, maybe who who would I put above him in terms of pedigree before before the Black Stars? I think maybe um, what's the name of this guy? Claude Lira. Because I don't know anybody else who we've appointed who has that pedigree. Like Maybe uh, uh, Grant, Aram Grant? Okay, yes, Aram Grant, yeah. That, that's also, yeah. Probably those two. So I, I like it when we appoint people, recognizable people who have done tangible things in the world of football. It's not some random Serbian guy who he coached some um, Red Star Belgrade 20 years ago or then kind of guess with the like appoint. I like it when we appoint people who are at least respected figures in football. I know that nothing much, we aren't going to see significant change in everything. He's not coming to revolutionize our football. He's not come to revolutionize our system because as we all know, any manager we appoint is limited in what he's able to do. Even picking your own squad safe, it'll be you pay to do. So it's not like it's something that he's coming to make a huge change. But I just like the fact that at least on the pitch, when it comes to certain decisions, you can trust him and his experience to make better decisions than what an inexperienced scout like Otoado would make. You know that he would make certain substitutions at the right time. You know he would pick certain squads the way they should be picked, at least what is available for him to use. He would use it better than whoever we had before so yes in that sense i'm i'm happy like i was i was hoping i was hoping he would be the one to take us to the world cup it didn't happen because of the whole behind the scenes um wahala that was happening that we all know that we all know but we know if we talk but yeah i'm happy that chris Hutton is a person who is going to take us forward and i hope that he can build a decent team for us before the next afcon All right. Um, so hopefully this story develops uh, as time goes on, and uh, we'll be seeing. At the, uh, friendly should be happening in the next couple of months. So hopefully we'll be looking out for um, his first team that he would uh, put out onto the field and see how well they play. Cause and Joseph Pinsu. I think we should Joseph start looking Pinsu. out for his first collab. Let's see the players he calls. You don't want to hear any story for the next collab, Joseph Pinsu. I don't want to hear any matter. I don't want to hear say football is not about assists and stats and then things. I don't want if name will be the first name on the team sheet on the uh, squad list. I beg why that be what I get talk. All right, <laughs> all right. Uh, we've come to the end to the ep- we've come to the end of the episode, man. Charlie, my mom. Uh, Super Bowl is today tonight. I'm, I'm not saying people there. I don't know whether you have any interest whatsoever. Me, I'd go Super Bowl party just to indulge and see what's going Eesh. on. Um, yeah, no, 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 don't do anything like that. I won't try kind of names. Philadelphia Eagles and Atlanta Hawks. No, because <laughs> Atlanta wait, Hawks be wait, NBA wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I beg you. They are, they are, no, 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 no. I don't feel that like they wear red. <laughs> Kansas, <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, Mahomes. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> and they go act like babe wait Charlie you don't know ball one step then Charlie just will have the ooh it's not offside <laughs> yeah so Charlie uh, whether we can't talk about time next week or not I don't know I think we can't talk oh yeah this guy be MVP this guy he chopped his head in yeah. Yeah, so shout out to all the people all, all the listeners who watch NFL you know if you people want can't blast you or can't, can't talk so plus we hit us up at ATW Podcast GCR um, JRK on um, Twitter. Um, you have Van Gelda. You have Smiley the Third as well. Gentlemen, thank you. Enjoy your week. And guys, we'll catch you on the next one. ATW dominates the conversation. Neymar, Busquets. Se va al ataque de nuevo el futuro campeón de Liga. Messi dejando el balón para Neymar. Atención, ahí fuera del juego. Balón para Luis Suárez. Gol. Va a golpear Cristiano. Se espatarra el bicho. Va a golpear con la derecha. Chuta Cristiano. Gol. Costa turns out the finals. Hazard. Won the title for Leicester City tonight. Irving and Curry one on one. Irving puts it up. It's good. Kyrie Irving from downtown.